Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good afternoon, my friend. How are you? I heard you were playing beach tennis this morning. Tell me about it. How did it was that go? a lovely morning in Santa Monica. I've already heard that they're freezing their you-know-what's off in the northeast of the United States. Darn that global warming. Rats. Oh, dude. I, saw, I was turning into some college football today. It was like they were blizzard. Like, yeah. It was like all snow. Boston College, I think it was. Right. And here we are in Santa Monica. Yeah, I guess that's why there's one reason to move to L.A. still. Once you get past the homeless, it's a beautiful day on the beach. Yeah, people weather. are putting on the suntan lotion. Yeah, hey, it's, it's, the homeless don't have to wear too many clothes when they're down there. It's, it's, it's no, pretty, no, pretty everyone's temp- in bikinis, and yeah, swim exactly. shirts. Um, hey, the the world continues to move at light speed, dude. I'm yes. just, um, you, it's hard to catch your breath, and sometimes you just want to go live in a in a little cabin out there in Wyoming and say, "I'm done, <laughs> yeah. I'm done, yeah. wrap it up." Give it to me, I do. Uh, okay, so uh, leading in, I've, hey, the lead story for me this week was going to be the recap of what's going on with the election. Do we have the House? Do we have the Senate? Where are we at? Where are we at? But no, here comes Donald J. Trump on November 15th saying, hey, everybody, third time's going to be the charm. Yep. So he was out there in Mar-a-Lago, and this was about as surprising as a, give me give me a, something easy to compare <laughs> that to, the, the, the sun coming up every day. We knew this you know, was coming, because he said, hey, it's a big announcement. Dave, before you start with those lines, you got to have a metaphor ready. I got the have, metaphor just, lined just, up. Just heads up, yeah, okay. I need my Johnny Carson writers. Um, <laughs> so he said, hey, it's going to be a big day, and sure enough, it was. So he he had his, uh, his faithful out there. And um, I like the speech. I thought it could have been a little tighter. Yeah, but um, somebody made a good point about how uh, you can already tell that he's going to try to bring things down. Yeah, tone it down. Yeah, tone it down a little bit. Be super presidential. Like I remember he told us he was going to do that the first time around, but he didn't. That didn't, didn't last. Happen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so he comes out. So uh, let me before we we jump into the connection of things. Um, he's running. He's full steam ahead, and right away the knives are out within minutes. And not only does he have to take down the establishment the administrative yeah. state but the freaking rnc establishment as well whether it was Barr or uh pompeo all these yeah. guys yeah they don't want to see him run it's unbelievable it's like you got to be kidding within a minute yeah. you're blaming him for the quote-unquote we didn't get the red wave and yeah. they're already saying i'm not going to support him I, yeah, yeah who else we got right yeah no, it's ridiculous, Dave. Hey, good afternoon. Great to see you, my friend. It's unbelievable. I mean, I was listening. I, I'm sure I, I think uh, Fox News or somebody had on uh, Geraldo Rivera, that uh, oh. dude. And, uh, oh. you know, he was talking and he's like, you know what? Donald Trump forfeited any right he has to run for president after his performance on January the 6th. I'm thinking oh, to myself, I, what, what, what do you mean by that? Like, what, what right. do you mean forfeited any right? First of all, that doesn't mean anything. That's his personal opinion. He's got every legal right to run. And I'm not picking sides here. I'm not saying I'm for Trump or against him. I say he's got every right to run if he wants, and he's got the base. You know, the strategic question that everyone's going to have to figure out, and what everybody's talking about, is DeSantis or Trump. You know, do you do you play? You know, kind of like golf. Do you play it safe up the middle, or do you really try to you know hit it over the pond and get close to the green? And you know, Trump's a hit over the pond, get close to the green kind of thing. And you know, DeSantis is kind of down the middle, take it easy, throw, You know, and look at the end of the day, independents and the moderates help you win elections. So it's not like the Trump base is going to go anywhere else if he's not the candidate is kind of my thinking at this point, Dave. I don't know. Um, it's so early. And all those other guys, they're going to run. You'll have a stage full of debates and it'll all go away. It's, that's when, I mean, Pompeo, 
uh, you know, Christy, all these types of guys. So they'll show up because then they can say they ran and they put that in there behind their, oh, you know, uh, he tried to run for president, blah, blah, blah. And that's it. But not let's, not, let's not forget, Donald Trump got 11 million more votes in 2020 yeah. than he did four years earlier. That means an increase in popularity. Hello. Yeah. And it's never uh, happened before. Like that has never and, and, happened and, before. And that's not counting the millions that were stolen. <laughs> right? I mean, we exactly. got to add a couple more mil, mil on, on to that. I think he got more votes than any president ever. Yeah. Um, uh, any Republican running. president ever. Yes. Right. But and, and the thing is, when you when you OK, how many times have, has he been under attack? And by the way, under attack again by Garland again. Um, right. Te- nothing is Teflon Don. It's all been nonsense. So what uh, what other ammunition do you have to, to go against him at this point going forward in the next two years? Because he's right. The American right. people are behind him on literally every issue, unless yeah, you're part it, of the far left. And of course, they, they right. think he's uh, the devil. But he's he has the right positions on every and he cannot. And now this time he can say, hey, it's not just theory. Yeah. Look what I did. And yeah, he's got yeah. this great little resume. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, look, right positions, tough personality. That's what it's been. That's what it's been since day one. That's the problem. And then. You know, the Biden DOJ with Garland pulled a fast one and actually probably a very smart one and put a special prosecutor in charge to investigate Trump, both civilly and potentially criminally for actions that he took or potentially obstruction of justice for uh, events, uh, you know, related to the to the J6 situation. And it was actually a very uh, smart move. I looked that special prosecutor was, was announced two days after Trump announced he was running for president. So they obviously had it planned and waited. They, it wasn't they, sure. it wasn't like they just called up this Jack guy in in the Jack Hague, Smith, yeah. the guy the guy who's been prosecuting war criminals from Kosovo. And by the way, Dave, isn't that over yet? Like, why are they still doing that? They still have so. war criminals from Kosovo. Anyway, so this dude is over there at the Hague doing that. So you can imagine this dude has got some kind of resume. He's going to go after Trump. You know what they say is the CIA, right? Coming in heavy. This dude is going to be coming in heavy for Trump, man. I mean, he's going to be coming in heavy. And the reason it's so important, two critical points for our audience. One, sure. uh, special prosecutor is completely unfettered. They can They can operate and work in a prosecutorial manner without any oversight jurisdiction, you know, whatever. I mean, the DOJ oversight, oversees them, but Basically, they can do whatever they want, get whatever they want, convene grand jury, subpoena anybody they want, etc. That's a very powerful tool. And the far left libtards uh, know that the now new Republican controlled House and all of those committees uh, are going to be coming after the Biden crime family and the CCP hard. So they had to have something else to offset all that activity. And if you think about it, it's basically a, a trump card, no pun intended, but it is a trump card over the congressional uh, subpoena and committee authority to have the special prosecutor on the other side. So smart move on their part to do it. And it's, it's going to keep Trump tied up for the next two years, basically. Yeah, I mean, now obviously anything they can do to uh, suppress Trump's popularity, enthusiasm, it's the same old story, but I, I just think they have less ammunition than they did even four years ago. Um and the other thing they kept going after him, they kept trying to uh, hang an anchor around him for the quote unquote that we didn't get the red wave because, oh, he right. the people that he supported me, go at 95 percent of his people that he backed one. Right. Something like that. So uh, quite a good number. Um, guess what? We and we mentioned this on our last podcast. We got uh, about four point five million more votes. The GOP got four point five million more votes than the Democrats did for Congress this time around. Right. That is a staggering number. 
if you if you for comparison, let's go back to 2010. We only got 2.5 million more votes in Obama's yeah. first midterm, and yet we won like 50 seats in the in the House. Yeah. So it was how it was dispersed. And here's the thing: yeah. gerrymandering, gerrymandering, rigging, you, yeah. whatever word you want to put to it. The GOP. That's why Ronna McDaniel's got to go. Forget McConnell and McCarthy. She's yeah. she's got to go. She's she doesn't go. know yeah. how to play the hard game. She doesn't know how to strategize. No. She doesn't know how to put. So the, basically, the, the Democrats give up on all the red states. They don't, they don't put any time or a, anything into it. But it's all the purple. It's yeah. the Arizona, Pennsylvania, Virginia. Michigan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where they have their, their top rigging personnel. Totally. And they do it in a variety of different ways. They've mastered the whole mail-in nonsense with yes. the boxes. Yes. Um, and you, I'm sure you've already heard countless stories of what's going on in Maricopa County in Arizona, which is still maybe hanging on by a thread for Clark Terry County in Nevada also. Yep. Our County. Um, and, and that's, and that's, and finally, I think somebody's going to catch a clue. Please, I heard Lee Zeldin's going to actually try to run. Um, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be great. And it could be good. You have to, if they're going to, if they're going to bring live in the swamp and bring a switchblade, we got to do the same because all this, well, we don't, we don't want to do this ballot harvesting because they're doing it. Uh, please. Right. Right. If we if we if we can't control through a secretary of state, if we cannot control yeah. a certain state, yeah. whether it's Cal- certainly California, for all the <laughs> states we can't we 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 can't control. We have to do the same thing. We I mean, have dude, to. It's, it's speaking about control, right? Look at Arizona. What a total and outright joke Ooh. Arizona is. I mean, what a great state. I love the people of Arizona, southwestern cowboy state. You know, red blood. And you, here you got Katie Hobbs who screwed us in the 2016 election as because she was the uh, the county registrar uh, or the what do you call it? The registrar Sec- of voters, secretary, secretary of state, basically, yeah. uh, in charge of the elections. And now she ran for governor to beat Carrie Lake. And they're saying that she did. But guess what job she still held when she did that? She's the one in charge of counting the votes. Right. Oh, gee, you think there's any shenanigans going on there? I mean, they had things about the, the machines not working. They, they had things about the, the, the printers running out of ink for the ballots. These guys got two days a year to prepare. Every four years, there's two days they have to be ready for. You're telling me they ran up freaking ink on the, I mean, come on. There's, there's a clown. His name is Bill Gates, and he's one of the, uh, the, the recorders out there. And just what a clown show. Uh, all the, and they have plenty of resources. They have plenty of money. And, uh, you know, this goes back to, okay, in Los Angeles, um, we uh, Karen Bass is going to be our new mayor. Right, she's going to be as bad as Lori as a Lori Lightfoot. Oh yeah, she's a she's a corrupt uh, yeah. creature of the swamp. Yeah, uh, we finally L.A. people finally and and here's the thing on the night of the election, okay, Car- uh, Caruso was winning by quite yeah. a lot. Sure, quite, and and here's what happened. Sounds familiar. Yeah, uh, over the next seven days behind closed doors, yeah. all those ballots that sit in all these various parts of Los Angeles that, yeah. that they, no one ever even touches them. Oh, you, yeah. think they, you think all those ballots are sitting in, in Skid Row? Yeah. <laughs> they don't get touched and they get gobbled up yeah. by the DNC of, of LA. And then up, 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 Karen Bass wins, mayor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you very much. People see you next time. Yeah, they trickle they, it out. This was, yeah. this was repeated countless times. Totally. We have to recognize it. We can't just, you know, Laxalt should be senator in Nevada. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's same absolutely thing. He was ridiculous. winning the night. Of, he, he was, was up by seven. He was up by like seven points uh, on oh. election night or something. I don't even know what to say, Dave. It's like, so do we do we try to beat them at their own game by using yes. the same methods? Is that the answer? In, in, the, in the states that we cannot control uh, the secretary of state, we have to do the same ballot harvesting nonsense. We just I mean, it, it sounds silly, but we have to. Yeah, we just have to kind of play their same dirty trick games. 
Uh, because when we win, when we have 4.5 million more votes and we end up only, we're, yeah. we barely won 15 seats. I think we're yeah. at 220 well, now. I'm glad you brought that back because the whole, and just for our, our audience overseas, and I know there's a bunch of great listeners, uh, shout outs to our guys in the UK, Britain. We have some great folks who've sent us some wonderful messages and emails over there. So a uh, toast of a pint to you out at the pub and in, uh, in England, wherever you are. But but yeah, the, the concept of gerrymandering is a term we use a lot over here in the US. And so Every 10 years, they do a census and count the number of people in the country. And based on the results of that census, they redraw the boundaries uh, in which you are voting. So your, your district boundaries in, in the United States and your counties and so forth. And there's a great deal of effort to stuff the so-called nonpartisan committees that are responsible for redrawing those boundaries that report to the election commission with far left people. And they usually do it. Do you know why, Dave? Because far right people, people on the right, we're working. That's what we do. We just go out and work, support our families, go to church and hang out with our friends and, and just, you know, just be normal people. What they do is they try to get they try to get on school boards and bring on spring in CRT and LGBTQ uh, and porn into your, your kids schools to teach your kids things like that. They try to put on far left libtards on these redistricting committees so that you draw a boundary so that Nancy Pelosi can never lose. Although it's pretty hard to lose in San Francisco, but the way that if you look at the way those boundaries get redrawn over the years and actually look at, you know, every, every session, sure, it's like a snake, it's a snake. It's a total yeah. snake. I mean, it's ba- they're, they're basically redrawn to guarantee victory. Uh, it's kind of like the ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> I don't even ask me to explain it. The Alaska election system with Chewbacca. So she's going to run off against another Republican Murkowski, who's really not a Republican, as we've talked about many times on the show, she's actually a Democrat. She's a censored Republican. But because of the way they do the ridiculous counting there, rank choice, yeah, rank rank choice voting, voting. I mean, some some very smart liberal came up with this system so that it's basically impossible for a liberal to lose. And we have a Republican governor up there too. I, I think they had an election. They didn't, they, I, I think people voted for this, I hate to say, from when I, up, in, up there in Alaska and, and Sarah Palin lost. So we have a, you know, even though it's a, it's a very red state, there's going to be a Democrat in Congress up there in Alaska. I know. It's so, hey, so let me ask you real quick. Yes, how sir. is it, we, we already can recognize that McConnell and McCarthy are, are not up to the task. Right. Uh, literally this week, you guys, a couple of days after the election, they reelected Mitch McConnell to be Senate Republican leader. I you got to be kidding. Yeah. He, he's the worst of the worst. He's worst. Uh, yeah, Rick, he, and Rick he, Scott from Florida got 10 votes, but, uh, but just I mean, McConnell has got all of them wrapped uh, around his finger. They, 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 there's just something going on there in and, the swamp. And, and, yeah. and that's what, what really is, makes you a little bit bummed. And it really is like, how, how do you fight that? It's one thing to fight against the DNC. Yeah. And you know, but when, when you have your own the, team. Yeah. I told, Dave, when he looks oh. into the camera, what really bugs me, Dave, is when he looks into the camera, camera okay he looks right into the camera with that gigantic turkey jowl underneath his chin waddling around like a giant waddle and he's like i'm not going anywhere you think i'm going somewhere i'm not going anywhere it's like dude you take take elaine chow your ccp wife who's running the department of education or whatever she's doing and go home i mean she's the giant slush fund and you get you get your fingers in the dikes of everything and she's got an interest in a china also in a ccp backed uh shipping company uh, I mean, come on, really? Come on. It, it, the, the key thing for these people is where is the money going to go? And we all like to, okay, we're going to, we're going to, we support the party. Here's some money. And they're not putting it where it needs to go. And whereas the DNC is much better with their money Yeah, they are. Uh, for, like, the, for the most part. Well, why do you think, why do you think McConnell didn't spend any money on Chewbacca? 
He did. He pulled Blake funds Masters? from Chewbacca. He right. pulled funds from Blake Masters. He pulled funds from Doug Mastriano in Pennsylvania. All of these really powerful. And you know why? Because they were Trump candidates. Sure, that's exactly and it's, why. It's, and McConnell hates Trump. Uh, so it's going to be it's going to be a messy, messy two years. Hey, a couple of bright spots, a couple of yeah. raves. Uh, yeah. I think the people that are running the House now for the GOP, and by the way, Bobert did you you called it ahead of me even Bobert won because yeah. that guy con- uh, yeah. conceded right. Yeah. Um, they've already announced plans to investigate Joe Biden and why he lied to the American people That's right. uh, and the Hunter Biden laptop story. So that was right out of the gate. So great. We yeah. won a lot of school board uh, elections as well. Uh, we because did. They, they, the parents finally got wise for liberty. Yep. Going on. They yep. did great. Yep. So there are some positives. And hey, there's a tiny, tiny, tiny little tittle. I mean, you, you, you got to be quiet about this. Maricopa County is not done yet. They're still counting votes. You know, Arizona has an automatic recall at 0.05 difference. Okay. Last I saw, Carrie Lake was at 0.06. No way. It's literally, you're talking a couple thousand votes. And there's wow. still is that, that one county will not um, confirm yeah, Cochise or something. The Cochise, yeah, Pima or Cochise, yeah. Pima yeah. or Cochise. So that's still hanging on by. And I'll, I'll give I'll give one more thing about predictions or what we think and DeSantis yeah. and all this. You know, they're trying to uh, of course. fluff up the waters. If I, In my dream world, dude, yeah, Trump for four years yeah. and DeSantis for eight years. And then yeah. Josh Hawley. Yeah. I love that guy more and more for another yeah. eight. That's 20 years of awesomeness. Yeah. Maybe with God's uh, willing, it, it could happen. It would be an awesome ticket. I think that's great. The only thing I worry about is just the the uh, the fraud uh, 2.0 with Trump. That's I mean, I don't I don't I don't think he could get the nomination if he really wants it. I think he could get it. But uh, I really do worry about just the same fraud that we saw in 2020. Oh, even still in the election. Oh, yeah, that's that's yeah. well, that's going to yeah. be which is because if he's the because if he's the candidate, they will double Soros, et cetera. The, the, the Davos global elite will double oh. down on the fraud strategy. And especially Michigan and Pennsylvania have really become very blue now all of a sudden. Um, yes. Very disappointing. And then those are two very, very important. I just watched the University of Michigan today, dude, play a football game. 110,000 people in the big house. Amazing game. You can't look at that crowd. You can't look at that people and go, those are Whitmer supporters. You can't. Right. There's no way. I know people yeah. in Michigan. It's not, that's not, she's not them. That's not, it's, it's so it, it, it doesn't add up, dude. It just doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. Uh, let me just hit, hit one more thing uh, to, yeah. to close out this uh, the show. So very quietly, uh, they've announced, and this is the Washington Post, you know, that left-wing rag. Hey, you know that crazy Mar-a-Lago raid they had you know, a couple months ago? You know, they're yeah. looking for, oh, because Donald Trump, unlike uh, Obama and Hillary, he took very secretive documents. Yeah. So very quietly, they came and said, yeah, he didn't take any nuclear secrets. Uh, <laughs> there was really nothing important that was classified. They said right. he took it just like souvenirs. Yeah. Just to have his as keepsakes of this yeah. this paperwork. Did they at least give him his, his his passport back? They did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. I mean, ridiculous. so this this whole and what all they want is that initial headline. Yeah, that's it. Smash, and then they grab, and then they go to the next story. So this, yeah, the Mar-a-Lago raid yeah. is just Nothing. done Nothing and done. Murder. And we knew about it. We knew that. Yeah. We knew that on day one. And those of us who those who listen to the show knew that on day one. And uh, you know, but great description, dude. Smash, grab, headline, move on. Yeah, move smash. on. Yeah. that's the strategy. Yep. On to the next. On to the next store to rob with our fellow libtards. Dave, great to see you this week, my friend. Folks, don't forget to check us out on your favorite podcast platform of choice. We're out there on all the players and also on social media at Rant and Rave 1776, especially on Getter and Truth Social. Dave, we'll see you down the road on the right side.